Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode 73. Yeah. What's up, man? Man, we're creeping up towards uh, a century, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Uh-huh. But we hit it before the end of the year. How many weeks are left? I don't know. Is there more than 30? No, wait. 2027? 20, <laughs> well, we did 50 last year, so. Yeah. Yeah, we, we hit it right at the first, of, or right in December, right? No, fifty was our first one of this year, I think. Okay. Yeah. So if all holds the same, then we should hit it the first of yeah next year. Kick off the new year, right? That'd be cool. Maybe we'll squeeze an extra episode in. Hell's yeah! Before we get started, we want to talk about something. We I just got off the phone with Marcus Fox. You've heard him on uh, our show before, and we want to kind of start a little grassroots effort for him. Absolutely. Uh, get out there and call your country stations. He's already 88 on the charts, but there are certain yeah, powers. Been, they have been playing the, the crap out of his music. There are certain people out there that are trying to block that. Yeah. and He's, he's getting blocked, and we need to help him out. He is a uh, Marine combat veteran. His music is powerful as can be. Y'all have heard it on the show. Go to iTunes. Extremely talented young man. Yes. Thinking Out Loud is the name of the album. But when you call your local radio stations... It's simple. It takes 10 seconds. Call your local country station and say, I want Marcus Fox. I'm still coming home. That's the song you need to request. And get on their website. Send them an yep. email. Yeah, we need to get this going for them. Uh, we're going to get a hold of some of our fellow YouTubers and podcasters and just really yeah. knock the doors off this thing for them. Uh, kind of circumvent some of the issues that are going on right now. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it's he's talented. It's a great song. He deserves a little push. So let's yeah. see what the Leadhead Nation can do out there. Yep. So what did we do with guns this week? Well, it's been a couple of weeks. We took a week off, so we need to explain why, uh-huh. why we were off last week. I think a lot of people know, and we've been talking about it for the last few months, is the Tough Mudder. Yeah, the stupidity. Came up upon us, <laughs> snuck up on us. Yeah. <laughs> so If this was video, I would show my freaking elbow right now. But Yeah. Wah. It's black and blue. That's part of it, man. It's purdy. I just had a knee injury, so. It was fun. I, really it was fun and it was stupid all at the same time. Especially Why was the it freaking stupid? the electro shock therapy at the end, taking ten thousand volts to the head. All right, here's the thing: every obstacle had the option to go around or not do it. Yeah, but that was the one to get to the finish line. <laughs> yeah. So the whole crowd is there watching people go through this thing, and you didn't want to be the. P- right? I didn't want to be the biggest guy on the whole race course going. No, I'm not doing that. And they got the big announcer there. He'd called you out big time. Oh, he would have in a heartbeat. So, so explain your uh, experience of the Tough Mudder. Uh, for the most part, it wasn't as horrible as I thought it was going to be. It's basically like a, a boot camp obstacle course for 10 miles. Thought we would do a little bit more running. We didn't, but that was still fine. We finished. No yeah, big deal. it got hot. Yeah, it started it off really cool, hot. but then that sun came out, and it started warming up quick. Yeah. But then the I just can't stop going back to the shock therapy thing where the first two times it that hit me. That was the me, very last one. I know, but the first let's two talk, t- Let's talk about the ones before that. We're going to go through the whole day of gum race. No, just just our, our highlight. What was your favorite one? My favorite obstacle? Yeah. Going in, it was the one I dreaded the most, but I conquered it on the first try when that was Everest. And what Everest is, it's like a almost like a skateboard half pipe, but it's cut in half, so it's a skateboard quarter pipe. Yeah. But it's, what, 12, 15 feet high? It's at least 15. Yeah, so you go running up this slanted angle that's slicked up with mud and water and sweat and everything else, and you've got to jump Looks just like at the right Looks like an air hockey board kind of. Yeah, you got to jump just at the right time and grab the top. And people are up there to help you pull up. Well, that's where I hurt my elbow because I jumped higher than I thought I would, and my arms were straight out instead of reaching up. Yeah. And I couldn't just sling my body way up from that, that angle. where you busted up your elbow yeah, there? Slung down, slammed right into the wall, a half pipe. My chest is all And that was your favorite? Yeah, because I dreaded it the most, and I conquered it in the first try. So I was pretty proud. Mine was, and it wasn't even supposed to be one. Uh-huh. Uh, I was proud of myself. The for, snake? For con- the snakes. It was plural. <laughs> two big <laughs> snakes jump out on us on the, what within the first two miles, uh-huh. three miles, before we even get our first obstacle. Yeah. And I don't even think we had gone a mile yet. I don't know. I don't know, but I was ready to quit right then, yeah. turn around and go back. They After the one, too. and then we turn our back and we're watching the one, and as we're backing up, there's another one coiled up on the on the path right there, ready to eat us. Ready and to get us. Here's here's a little mini jack wagon train. <clears throat> if you're ever in an event or a hike or anything like that, and you see a snake, don't start telling people, "Oh, don't worry, it's a chicken snake," because these things were clearly water moccasins. Yeah, they were not and chicken snakes. Some guy was like, "Oh no, big deal, it's a chicken, chicken snake." Snakes. Did you and, see a chicken? And so people were less. <laughs> 
less leery of them. <laughs> and you know how I am around snakes. Like, I froze up and I put up my dukes oh, like I was going to punch it Oh, there was one chick that was, like, trying to go pet him. Uh, I was like, okay, yeah. idiot. Anyways. Yeah, so, but really, the ice one was my favorite. Yeah, that was kind of cool. That was like, that was a shock to the system, and I was, like, petering out at that point. You know, I was getting mentally fatigued. Mm-hmm. I mean, physically, I was fine, yeah. but I, my calves started cramping up. My knee started acting up. Yeah, and jumping in that ice water just like woke me back up. And that's what it I, was refreshing. That, even though it hurt like hell while you were oh, in there. Oh man, it was burning while you were yeah. in there. Yeah, but once you got, you got out, out after a like couple of minutes, you had a little boost. Yeah, yeah. So I like that one. That got me through the rest of the race. So the, so, and I'll admit it, I, I skipped some of the obstacles. I skipped the one that you uh, was your favorite. Yeah. I, I, just, skipped, I didn't I want skipped, to jack my knee up. So. I skipped two. One, because as I started watching it and with my back, I just didn't think that was smart. I mean, people were sliding down this wall and hitting people in the shoulders as they were forming the human pyramid. I was like, nah, that's yeah. going to hurt. And then the other one, I was just exhausted, and I couldn't climb another freaking wall. But the electroshock therapy, the first couple of, of, of shocks I got just kind of you know jolted me, and I fell down because of them. But then the third one hit me right you in the back of the skull. Times? Yeah, third one hit me in the back of the skull, and it felt like somebody took a steel baseball bat and just smacked me in the back of the head. My whole body locked up, and I went face first. So that's what my first one felt like. Shoot. So I don't know how many times I got shocked after that because I didn't feel anything after that. Uh, and crazy. all the mud got in my eyes, and I was blind. Ten thousand volts to the so dome. I couldn't. I couldn't even see. And you said when I when I got through it, I was kind of. Oh yeah, I, I thought I thought I was gonna have to get a medic because you were like kind of wandering around like. Yeah, it was because I had mud in my eyes. I couldn't see. <laughs> and then today, you were making me beep a lot of today, aren't you? Oh, there I go. Yeah. All right. Anyways. It ain't so, a show without a bleep. So we want to thank everybody that came out and participated with the gun runners. Our team was the yeah, gun Yeah, we had people that came from Dallas, from yep. Oklahoma. Where else were they from? They were um, all over. I think the farthest was, was Dallas. Yeah, we no, ended up, Houston. We ended up with like 11, yep. 11 on the team. No, we had a couple from Pennsylvania, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I had a couple from Pennsylvania. And thank 1776 United for... 1776 for the shirt. Putting us on. For those of y'all listening and hearing the background noise of Mose and the Nat Great Ground. Dane. Nat Ground? Nat Ground. Nicky Nat Of Mose and the Great Dane scratching on the door. Uh, we, we're, we don't have him locked in a cage. It's not abuse. He just wants in to be on the show. He's trying to break into the lead quarters. He wants to be on air. Maybe we should just let him in. Till, let him in. So this Today, week, we got to uh, go together with some new friends of ours that are in studio with us who we're going to introduce right. here in a minute and they have traveled from afar to be here with us as well actually you know let's not talk about what we did today until after the jack wagon train who wraps up for do or die hold them high at eight and I. it is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week so brace yourself baby so let's let's get the jack wagon train rolling here and then we'll get into uh, what we did we got three this week we, we're up to three now we're up well to we three. did take a week off so yeah so we got to make up for one. First one, of course, the Las Vegas shooters. Yep. Yeah, uh, without a doubt, yep. you got to throw those jack wagons. Which, over. like we've done with every other, you know, situation like that, we're not mentioning their names. We're not going to. Yeah. Go this dude and this chick were anti-government, and they went on a shooting rampage of law enforcement officers. Yep. And some civilians, at least one that we know of, yep. was killed i think he was yeah and he was the concealed carry holder that tried right. to stop it which of course the gun grabbers are now going oh we'll see a person carrying a gun is not gonna be able to stop it well we don't know that for a fact there's yeah. there's speculation that he got a mortal shot off on the the guy and then of course like all these wackos they end up shooting themselves before the police get there right so that's number one Number two would be Diane Feinstein again, which we're not putting her on there. We already made her the engineer of the freaking train yeah. last year. Yeah, but uh, she's, she's just secure in her place. She's putting some new legislation out there uh, that deals with oh my goodness confiscation. confiscation. Didn't she say this had nothing to do with confiscation? It had to do with protecting the children. Well, you just got to understand that whenever they say one thing, they mean the other. Yeah. So as long as people understand that, then you know they'll start breaking the code of these gun grabbers. And then the third one, and this can kind of tie into our introduction of our guest. Yeah. You want to let him tell a story? Yeah, let's do it. So we have Dean Brandley from Two Vets Arms, also Alan Shaw from Two Vets Arms, who is not the second vet that we found out. We Uh, thought he was the second vet for a day. That happens, but all that credit goes to Miss Amber. Uh, She is the the first vet, actually. Dean's the second vet. Dean's the second vet. But you are a vet. 
I, I am. Yeah. Um, but yeah. really, I'm just uh, cheap labor. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you hired help? I don't think I, so. Well, I don't yes, think so. Yes, uh, yes, and no. More of a crash test dummy. Uh, <laughs> if uh, if something needs to be broken to find out uh, if it works, yeah. and and how to make it work, it I, gets. I, I, I think you got to run for your money I today. Say, I think you might have been threatened I, a little bit today. I and I. Took great offense to that, and uh, if, you, if you threaten my job, I'll threaten the way that you walk. <laughs> well, I'm already so, walking funny. So. so for our third jack wagon, when Dean went to the airport to come to Nashville, you had how many guns? Total. Six? Seven? I, I believe six. Six. I believe six. We might want to do an inventory before we leave, but yeah. <laughs> and uh, we won't mention the airlines because they ended up doing the right thing and took care of business. But the lady that worked for the airline decided to take a political stance. Yeah, she and, wanted to show her ass. And and, and tell you what? Um, mainly that I had too many guns and I really didn't need that many and then proceeded to try to well she didn't proceed to she made me miss my flight because she refused to check in my firearms and wow. she got the tsa involved too right actually the tsa was on my side of things because it goes back to if you know the regs you you pretty well can win the fight with the tsa right right <clears throat> the tsa actually said yes you know the regs this is an airline requirement or an airline rule and we can't really help you here so it it it, it took it took throwing a little bit of a fit with with the airline to actually get my flight. And it actually but, wasn't a Southwest policy either, right? It was actually. It, 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 actually, was, it, it actually wasn't an airline policy, was it? it well, this the, particular the, airline. This particular airline, no. It was a. Uh, it was an individual expressing their non-tolerant belief on me, but uh, yeah, they're ignorant. I'm here, and, so and that's all that matters. You handled so. it in a professional manner, and you prevailed. Mainly because uh, the number one vet, Miss Amber, would have uh, would have skinned me alive, and then number two, I, I I need to fly too often to be on the no fly list. So, <laughs> so you dealt with it. You uh, you finally arrived. You got here pretty early that morning. About little, zero. Little about tired. zero. About zero two. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, got here just enough time to get enough rest to to hook up with us. And we had a nice little dinner and introduced you to some uh, hot chicken. Hot chicken, hot which chicken, is Amber. chicken, chicken, chicken. Yes, hot chicken. chicken. It, it, we actually sent her the picture, picture as uh, as we were ordering it, and she even said that's a bad choice on your part. But <laughs> and you're still feeling it today. I'm still feeling it today. So <laughs> there's another bad choice that another, may happen. My, <clears throat> yeah, my life is full of bad choices, <laughs> including this bet we've got going. Which, by the way, I might say I'm 15 minutes and 38 seconds into it. Oh, you got I, the timer, and I've not cussed one time. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Now, is there is there like a you get over under on this? No, it's just uh, it's, 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 it's just a go no go. Okay. It's, a, it's a straight go no go, which gotcha. I'm perfect. <laughs> all right, so uh, today, yeah, so we we loaded up all that uh, arsenal that you brought. Your two mini guns. The, you, you didn't need and, all uh, of them. I didn't. I, I, I didn't. A <laughs> couple of our own, and uh, we proceeded up to Camden, Tennessee, to Mister Mister James, James Yeager. Yeager was gracious enough to secure us a 900-yard uh, shooting range mm-hmm. with steel targets in place. Beautiful range, too. <laughs> it was. the most gorgeous range I've ever seen. And what I like best about it is there were no snakes. Seen, anyway. Seen. There was a giant, <laughs> giant freaking spider, spider, though. Yeah, there was a big like old a spider. Like a baby tarantula. He was a big one, and nobody killed him. And then we while we were there, be. we got to uh, shoot some of the two vets' arms rifles. We did, and we actually we, we actually got a really cool uh, experience because their 308 right now is is in the prototype phase, soon to be launching. What's y'all's goal? Y'all? One July. One July. Whoa! Like in a yes, month, like this July, like as in like but, yeah, as in what like we figured out today is probably going to be. Oh well, yeah. the thing is, is is the stuff we were doing today. We've been in this process for the better part of a year, developing and working all the kinks out of it. And it's and it's literally when you design something, especially as intricate as a precision rifle, you don't you don't just step up to the plate and hit a home run the first time. It takes a lot of work, a lot of design, a lot of hours, a lot of right. a lot of hours. Yeah. Now you guys and, have been in the the AR fifteen game for a while, and about, they, this about three is years your now. your R and D on the the AR ten. Ever since we started, I've had a 
rough design for an AR-10 or a 308 because that is the rifle that I originally wanted to build. Right. But we've just now gotten to where we're in a position as a as a as a company to go ahead and launch this. So, like I said, the very first rifle we built, Amber Amber shot her big Kansas deer with last fall. Mm-hmm. So. This isn't this isn't the first go of it, but uh, we're getting real close to to turning it loose. Yeah, I and mean, we were very privileged to to have the opportunity to do this kind of final R and D run. You think you think this would be the? the I, I last? think this this will probably be it. And uh, yeah. providing you know, I'll I'll send another one up here for you to break, and and then, okay. then we'll go from there. Because right, you, you, you the left hand broke it. You, you were you were you were honored to shoot it and break it. So I, I yeah. Well, you know, I have that effect on things. Uh, <laughs> so, if, if you want it broke, send it to me. You know, I'm not trying to take you know, his job away from him at all. You know, yeah. it's just that's just what so happens you, you around me. You break the first Glock 41, broke it, and then you what broke something else, right? Yeah, um, I jacked uh, yeah. up, jacked up some of Keltec stuff yeah. when we went up there, yeah. and then prior to the the Glock, um, what did I jack up? There was another one. Your AR. Oh, I've jacked my ARs up all the time. But there was somebody <laughs> else's that I jacked up too. Anyway, we'll listen to some past shows and figure it out. But, but what was cool is, but I got a new nickname. Up, I got a new nickname. The human rubber mallet. No mallet. 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 Just mallet. Mallet. Just mallet. Just mallet. Just mallet. And, just mallet. And, as in break an anvil with a rubber mallet in a padded room. Your name is <laughs> Mallet. That's you should you should feel good about that nickname. My grandfather nicknamed me Mallet when I was about seven years old because I was good at breaking his things. Yeah. Oh, but nice. because I did that, you know, that kind of shed some light on the direction that you guys are you know taking to finish your products. So. Because little backstory, I feel honored about that. Yesterday we went and test fired them just to make sure they're running okay, and there was a couple issues that you just you couldn't there's, nail down what was going on. There's people think that rifles are just Legos, which the AR-15s really, for the most part, are. As long as everything's within spec, mm-hmm. it's it is it's a it's a man's Legos or or ladies' Legos. Please, well, please, we please, please to, don't kill me, Amber. But something we might need to clarify too for people who aren't familiar with with uh, two vets is you got a little different platform than the normal AR. Also, we all of our rifles are side charged. Um, I can't say what company it was that had a side charged three hundred eight that we got to shoot in in Iraq, but uh, we we did some some uh, field testing on that, and there were some changes that that we submitted to to this company and said this would make a bitchin mm-hmm. does that count against me yes no, no does it bitchin if it, if it, if it if doesn't count on, against if you can say, say it on, on normal TV. radio okay because i'm i just now oh, passed now we're going to establish rules oh, yeah, no, so i if, thought it was no cuss yeah, yeah, if you can okay. say it on tv we don't count it oh now okay because oh, see yeah. i'm at 21 minutes and and yeah this this dollar that uh, mr shaw has thrown down looks like but it's he's saying like surfer dude bitchin yeah, 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 yeah. Not, uh-huh. not anyway, the other way. Anyway, before we start chasing that squirrel, <laughs> um, there are many squirrels on this yeah, show. <laughs> yeah. But uh, one of the things was is they scrapped the they scrapped the uh, rifle instead of fixing it. They scrapped it, and I've always said, well, if I ever get a chance to build a three hundred eight, I'm going to build the one that we said would be this rifle plus some modifications right basically long story short all of our rifles are side charged some people like them some people hate them eh, whatever yeah i converted mr shaw to a believer in side chargers so that sir is indeed accurate um every chance mr brandley gets he reminds me of my uh my negative uh comments on the uh, reciprocating side charge ar and which have been um, oh, it'll catch on your gear. Oh, it'll catch on your thumb. And all that is true if you're retarded. Yeah. Um, you can't fix stupidity, the, though. Yeah, that's 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 a fact. Even pain doesn't completely fix stupidity, although I've tried. Um, no, I shoot I shoot a little bit of three-gun, mainly outlaw three-gun, and, and I'm constantly training and, and – and uh, let's just clarify. Just that's, that's the name of a of a three gun match, right? Um, it's not like your outlaws. Is that the Western outlaw? <laughs> no, it's it's not a bunch of guys in like swim, I, I, swim bicycle shirts. Um, and I can't super, take you anywhere, dude. Super high speed. You know, but you're not doing anything. I was illegal. thinking, nothing, no, nothing, nothing illegal. Black cowboy hat. Nothing illegal. But we're not playing golf with guns. We actually climb through the mud. We actually Sweet. wear uh, chest rigs, plate carriers. Um, 
you know, run obstacles. That's my kind um, of three gun right there. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the original way yeah, three gun was yeah, meant to run. Three three gun originated from uh, from a match. And it was the Soldier of Fortune match, and it's like 30 years old. Oh, okay. um, and that's where Three Gun came from. Um, it's not supposed to be throw your rifle all the way out the window where you expose yourself and the enemy can see where the fire is coming from. It's supposed to be, I hate to use it, the word tactical, but that's, you know, that's, that's what it is. And mm-hmm. that's the way we shoot. And like considering operators. Operators. Like operators, exactly. Amber's going to kill you. That's, well, no, I mean, Amber, Amber understands <laughs> because it's coming from me, and I, I also shoot Three Gun, and I've shot in those matches with the guys in the Schwinn shirts, the bicycle shirts, and that's great. That's that's for them if that's a sport. I do it to kind of stay on top of my training. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, I wear body armor. Sometimes I wear a chest rig. And and what would make it really cool is if they're shooting at you, too. Well, that would be... I, would, I actually have, have suggested that because I volunteered to be Op 4. It's ammunition. We've never... Well, we do shoot next door to a, to a Navy range, and they're oh, okay. constantly training uh, training up the, what are the CBs. Yeah, they're training up the CBs all the CBs. time. So we get machine gun fire and stuff you know, right beside our range. Right. So there's, there's sound effects bit, going yeah. on. So yeah. it gives yeah. us a little bit of reality. Oh, yeah. Um, but... You know, chasing the squirrel again um, with the side charge charging handle that reciprocates. My concern was it hanging up on my gear, on my mm-hmm. clothing, and this and that. And the fact is, it just their surroundings, right. abrasion. Um, not you know, not just as a as a plug for two vets armor <laughs> because I work for them. I I do still have my retro ARs, which I have a kind of a weird love for retro weapons. Um, I still have three retro rifles. Every other AR that is in my safe, which is actually quite a few, mm-hmm. is a two vets arms rifle. We do have a couple of A4s that are in the stable. Um, even my nine-year-old son, who is a competitive shooter, also runs a two vets arms rifle. Um, I I love the side charge. That's one we shot today, right? Yes. The one similar yes. The real light one. Yes, the, the, Bravo. the Bravo, Bravo rifle. Yes. Bravo, yeah. It was yeah. super light. But what what that long story was was just you, you. That was a long story of saying you're right, Dean. Is that is that yes? Is, is that what I got? Is that what I got? Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll okay. say this again so everybody can hear you. He took the turnpike to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Dean, you're right, and I eat my words. The the, <laughs> the reciprocating left hand charge rifle is perfect for me, and there's no substitute. Now, if you could just teach Amber to do I'm, that, I'm sorry. I, like apologize whenever she's wrong. That, oh that they'd be gosh. awesome. I'm sorry, Amber's never wrong. Oh, maybe we should call Amber and just uh... please don't, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amber, I tried. Sorry. Yeah, no, please don't. So we got to shoot. We we did shoot those, and then you zeroed in your AR pistol, right? Yeah, with the uh, primary arms, as Jaeger called it, the knockoff, <laughs> the best knockoff aim, of the knockoffs. Yeah, of the aim. <laughs> Pro or whatever. Aim point. Yeah, aim point Pro. Yeah. So I would And then we got to shoot a video we're going to have coming out soon, the uh, SOCOM. That was nice. Yeah, that's coming up too with the SOCOM. But uh, we got to shoot a full auto. Two vets. Two vets. Your personal, right? Uh, used to be. It's now it's now been retired to play play toy status. Gotcha, so. gotcha. But that was that was a sweet shooter too. I mean, when was, you figured out how to do it after everybody busted yeah, your balls. After, yeah, what are you after, talking yeah. about? When I figured out how to do it, everybody busted your balls. It, you it, busted it, your it, balls too. When you were finally shamed into doing a uh, mag dump instead, I did of a mag like dump. Three round bursts. When, yeah. Yeah. That was my first. It, it mag took dump. you. It took you three magazines to figure two. out to hold the two. whole. <laughs> it took two. Okay. Two, yeah, because I yeah, it, two okay. there. On the third magazine, so let, let me clarify. On the third magazine, you finally dumped <laughs> okay. the whole thing. I did. I mean, here, not to not to not to knock my buddy uh, Coley on here, but it, you know, he ran probably a thousand rounds. Yeah, through but that how rifle. many times has he all shot mag a full dumps. lot? Of. All mag dumps. He didn't. It did, he did not break it up. He was. He was. This very, is the first time I've had an opportunity to actually dump a mag because the other full autos that I've shot have been at a range. And they don't let you do that. Indoor range. Indoor range. Yeah. yeah so this was my first, my first Marco. outdoor. And uh, after, yeah, you guys got on my ass and sh- shamed me into it and brought my balls out of my stomach. Uh, I <laughs> dumped it. Drop. I was going to say. I, now, were you, you proud of me? Did I do a good job? We, all, we clapped. Yeah, we, we, we clapped. Yeah. yeah. After we heckled you, we clapped. We, we actually got it on video, too. So that'll be something that we may or may not post. If you I'll do, if you do, just please edit out 
the obscenities that we screamed at you after the fact. <laughs> That's what made it awesome. Go and in. I was afraid uh, Jaeger was going to jump my ass for tearing up the soybeans. <laughs> Before we go into our questions that, that we ask everybody that comes on the show, the new guest, we're, we, we tend to consider ourselves pretty deep investigative journalists. In a way, not really. We're but, pretty serious when it comes but, to that kind but we, of stuff. We come to digging pretty hard, and yeah, um, our listeners will verify. There's that a question us. I need to ask you, and uh, it has to do with bunny ears, a mechanical bull, and a place called um, Gillies. Gillies. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you shed a little light on that? True. <laughs> uh, I just want to say to the friend that just dimed me out on this deal, you will not be going to any more concerts if I have anything to say about this. Take that for how it comes across. Um, thank you, Brittany. Yes, thank you, Brittany. There, there, there might be some truth to that story. There might be some pictures. And sadly, I might have done that completely stone cold sober. Wow. <laughs> which makes it better. Which makes it better. Well, the first time was stone cold sober. Was it at least the, Easter? The, no, it was not. It was, it was <laughs> even it was, better. It was, it was January. It was January. <laughs> even better. Uh, might have been a Friday night after oh, wow. something going on in Vegas. I don't remember. <laughs> but um, the first time was stone cold sober. The well, second, wait, the first second, time. The, oh, it. Oh, there's wow. more. There's, I just, there's multiple well, times you talk, dimed yourself out. You talk about diming yourself out. Uh, yeah, there was actually three times, and it got progressively worse as the night went on. So, yes, the first time was stone cold sober. The second time was not so much. The third time, yeah, it was just bad. <laughs> like, I, I might have actually jumped on the bull, not even meaning, like, I wasn't supposed to ride it. I just jumped you on just jumped like, up. Oh, okay, we're going to probably knock somebody off to get We're, we're going to throw the drunk guy off now, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, my mom nice. would be so proud of me. Oh, we respect you for owning up to it. No, so I mean, what do you what do you want to do about it? Lie about it? I mean, there's there's pictures. Well, to prove you it. you didn't have to go into second, third time, no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, I, I figured that's ballsy right there. Bro. I figured since Brittany dimed me out, she like dimed me out the entire way, not just no. Like, she just she said ask about. Well, you know, now's an opportunity to uh, dime, dime her out. Yeah, I well, don't know. I don't know anything. Yeah. I know nothing. <laughs> okay. There's a true friend right there. Yeah. Yeah. Take notes, Brittany. <laughs> so, so let's get into our questions. And the first one is, how did you originally get into firearms? Long story short, I was blessed enough to be deployed with some very, very, very knowledgeable people. And don't get me wrong, the Army teaches you just enough. It teaches you just enough. I was lucky enough to be deployed with some of the smartest guys when it comes to weapons and i soaked it up like a sponge and i i it wasn't my job but i soaked it up because if you're going to do something or if you're going to want to do something be willing to learn mm -hmm. and and so literally i just soaked up everything listened to them as, as much as i could and eventually pieced it all together and then and then took some classes yeah. after the fact. But if it wouldn't have been for the guys from the AMU that were overseas with us, then then it wouldn't have. But being from Oklahoma, I, I got a. I find it hard to believe that maybe as a ki a kid, you're growing up, you have a shotgun uh, or twenty two or something. I like that. Yeah. I used yeah I used yeah. to shoot a whole bunch, but as far as my knowledge of firearms <laughs> was, it it extended to an open sight ten twenty two. Yeah. A, so that's when your mind a, a, just opened a, a, up to it. Huh? A twelve gauge, eight seventy, and um, <laughs> what else? Oh yeah, a Marlin thirty thirty. That was go. that was literally all I had, and that's literally all I needed. Yep. But lever action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like so all of those were given to me by my granddad, and that yeah, good old still grampies. still still got them. Yeah. So uh, is, the only thing you're going to say is Alabama, right? <laughs> um, actually, roll time. It's, it's, roll time. Roll time. It's uh, it's a little bit of an interesting story. Uh, my mother is uh, is pretty liberal and still is. Uh, she's finally pro gun, which is is great. Uh, of course, it's not going to change her vote. Um, and that's you know I understand. That's okay. Um, I'm not a one issue voter either. My, my first issue is gun rights. If you're not right on that, if you don't trust me with a gun, how can you trust me with anything else? How can right. I trust you? Um, well, but. Uh, but my mother was pretty liberal and, and had no use for a firearm. Her dad kept one, no big deal. My father had enough of firearms in Vietnam. My father was had, had passed for probably over 10 years before I even knew he had a handgun in the house. 
mm. um, which my stepmother sent to me, you know, lovingly enough. Um, I learned to shoot in the mountains of Montana at my great aunt Ivy's place. I'd go there for the summer for about a month. Uh, my grandparents would That's leave That's a great me. aunt name. Oh, it's, it's aunt aunt Ivy. Ivy. Well, we're all Scottish and we're Clan Gordon and Rock Ivy is, is our clan plant and that's that's where i anyway uh no one no one uh told my grandfather would would give me his pump action 22 and a whole paper sack full of shells and i would go to ivy's place and i would shoot the gophers um off of her mountain basically Mm -hmm. so her cows wouldn't step in the holes and she'd send me off with a sack lunch and she'd come meet me and have lunch with me and go back to the house and um that's that's how i learned to shoot with the exception of that i never shot except you know until i went in the marine corps um, and didn't do anything terribly crazy in the Marine Corps. It was infantry. It was in the Gulf War. I missed it by about a month um, and got out and started shooting, playing around, concealed carry, started shooting competitions. And, and, and look back here, and, and here I am. Right. Yeah. And y'all, y'all both kind of touched on it, but the set, set, set question? Set, set question. Nope. It's not a question. It's a fact. It's not a, it's not a question. It's a fact. But the second question that y'all have already kind of touched on, military law enforcement <laughs> experience. Dean, yours was Army, right? I was in the Army. Okay. <clears throat> How long were you in? I was in four. Okay. So. And then you were Marines, right? Right. It was no 311. It was a grunt in four years. Third Battalion, six Marines, and first Battalion, six Marines. Gotcha. Thank Swamp. you all for your service. Thank oh, you very much. No, hey, it was my pleasure. Uh, Swamp Lagoon. North Carolina. And we'll give her a shout out since she's been on the show like three times by name already. Amber was also a vet. Mm-hmm. Army, too. Yes, yep. she was also Army. Okay. So. Yeah, thank you, Amber. Combat decorated, service. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yep, she is. Huh? Can you rub that in your nose? No, not, not <laughs> too really. often, no. Is that why she's the owner and you're not? No, there's, dude, come on. <laughs> yeah. you, there's, there's, there's multiple reasons why she's way better at everything than me. <laughs> yeah. All right, so our third question is to deal with pop culture, whether it's a movie, a song, a book, a TV show, what's your go-to when it comes to firearms? Not one of each, just something yeah. in pop culture. Yeah. Just like If it involves firearms, what's your like be-all, end-all? You realize I don't watch TV, right? Your old movie. So Western, growing up, you never watched The Lone Ranger or your Full Metal Jacket. You never watched a movie. You ever read a book about firearms? This is where I need Amber. Around. This is where I need Amber to come in because she's <laughs> she's still amazed. She's like, "You've never watched The Goonies?" I'm like, "No, I didn't. I didn't watch. You've TV never before. watched The Goonies? No, I've never watched The. Hell, I've never watched. Damn it! No, no, count. You can say hell on you can say hell on TV. Uh, okay, well I'm 36 minutes into this, so we're, <laughs> we don't want to break this up yet. But yeah, uh, I've, I, yeah, I've, no, I, dude, pop culture's not my thing. At what about all. song? You listen to music? Anything? Yeah, I listen to music occasionally. Um, you wow. listen to music while you shoot? No, no. You don't do that? No, I don't know. Yeah, we've never had anybody that got stumped on this before. I was going to say, yeah. I, I, I usually you grow make, up watching anything? What's mom, your favorite movie? I, I objected to movies because my mom was a liberal drama. <laughs> oh, no, no, I kid you not. I've never told Shit. you this, but my mom, she was a black armband wearing liberal hippie in the, during Vietnam, and uh-huh. she was in theater. Oh, so, wow. yeah, like Saturday, I went outside and played outside when I was at home on the farm just so I wouldn't have to watch movies with my mom. What was so, your favorite toy? My favorite toy was probably that thirty thirty or ten twenty two. There you okay. go. We'll count that. that I was going to say, I was going to say. We're digging I, here. We're digging. Dude, I, I'm like probably the most boring human being you've ever, yeah. <laughs> no, we've hung out with you for two days. Yeah, you're not, not boring. From it, we're, we're drinking whiskey out of Thomas cups, dude. That's not Tom, Thomas. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas that's the engine. Awesome. Yeah, Thomas the engine. Yeah, Thomas I mean. the tank engine. Sharing whiskey. Well, you would actually <laughs> get Thomas whiskey glasses at my house. I was going to say you're house. actually stealing it. No, actually, no at problem. our house, uh-huh. at our house, you would get plastic cups. Yep. So I mean, it's yeah, it's go. fine. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. It oh, adds no. a certain flair to it. It does. It's yeah. it's uh, it's like wine etiquette. Thomas the tank engine. Thomas tank because it's going to get you tanked. That's right. Ooh, I like that. I'm going to use that. Right. Start getting everybody drunk on Thomas the, the tanked engine. Thomas the Thomas the tanked engine. Thomas the tanked engine. Looks tanked, it? We're gonna get sued by PBS. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be cool. Would. That'd be some good publicity it right would. there. There's no bad publicity, right? So what about you? Pop culture. Pop culture, um, as far as relation to guns. Yeah. Obvious. If obvious. Firearms. One firearm in the movie will count it. Obviously, or TV show it could or be Gomer let's, Powell, let's USMC. Do, man, I'll tell you a story <laughs> later about okay. that. Offer. Okay. Um, the uh as far as firearms related, there's obviously the the couple of scenes in Heat that were actually oh, very yeah. well done. Okay. Uh, but that's you know that's neither here nor there. Everybody, everybody loves Heat. I'll, I'll tell you 
what you you probably haven't seen, which is uh, which is a movie called The Devil's Own. Oh yes, which yeah. is Brad Pitt uh-huh. and Harrison Ford, two of my favorite actors. Oh yeah. Um, the uh, first few scenes uh, when Brad Pitt is fighting his way out of the trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I say that I say you guys I'm Scottish. I may have a little bit of yeah. issue with the English. Uh-huh. Um, just you know. Family history. That was a great movie. Um, it, it was, and yeah. you know, I, I I'm very pro law enforcement. I'm pro law and order and stuff. There's just something about, uh, you know, the the British secret police and the uh, British military and the IRA fighting their way out of it. I know there are a bunch of commies and all that other crap, um, but it's a great gunfight. It's mm. a, it's a it's a fantastic. I mean, there's actual, well uh, you know, guns going to slide lock, mag changes, guys getting hurt. Oh. Um, they're they're actually really really yeah yeah the yeah. the guys actually did some training and I'm over weapons. here like I have no clue what he's talking I've about. got the DVD so, yeah. I'll send it to you <clears throat> yeah um, any of the Terminator movies Terminator's classic my uh, nine year old loves Terminator even my, my five year old little girl has gotten where she loves the Terminator films <laughs> there's supposed to be a new one coming out right isn't there I understand yeah, yeah, yeah I, I've heard I've caught I've caught wind of of another one I'm not. I know he's I'm doing another sure. Conan. Yeah. Um, that's going to be awesome. Talking about good movies yeah. with good gunplay that's accurate, Three Days to Kill. It just came out. Seen it Kevin yet. Costner. Yeah, Kevin Costner. Yeah, I saw that. I was watching it. I was so pumped up because two, three rounds, all of a sudden you'd hear click. He'd dump the mag, switch, change. Uh, you weren't hearing hammers cocking on Glocks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You weren't having people say, take the safety off, and you look and he's carrying a Glock. I mean, it was really well done. I mean, whoever their advisor was on the firearms nailed it down pretty well. I was impressed. It's kind of a, a bet they got the one. I bet they got the uh, creative director from Sons of Guns to do that. I bet that's <laughs> totally what they did. When it comes to guns that you own now or you have owned in the past, has there ever been one in your arsenal that there's a little part of you that's kind of embarrassed to say you own that gun, or you still do? Absolutely. <laughs> and do tell. Are you going to pull a picture of it up? <laughs> Pictures work great on radio. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Oh, I'm not telling you. No, you got to tell <laughs> That's the whole point of the question. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Spill oh, it. No. I had an M1 carbine enforcer. Have you ever seen one? No. An enforcer? Okay, no, everybody think thinks so. these new AR pistols and AK pistols are all the rage. Do you know what an M1 carbine is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, one. this is an M1 carbine with a pistol stock. And oh, I just a saw one eight yesterday. Inch barrel. Oh, yeah. And... uh you know, they make the trigger packs, the full auto trigger packs for M1 carbines. Uh-huh. And I bought this thing. It was kind of cool, you know, 15, maybe almost 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it had just been shot out. I mean, the, uh, imagine an M1 carbine that the bolt doesn't really function uh, all the time. All loose. And yeah, it was. Uh, it was the, falling out. Yeah, the, uh, the inside of the chamber was pretty sharp where the bolt had run so many times. Somebody had run a full auto trigger pack through it and just shot oh, it all wow. to hell. Um, but I put a lanyard on it and, you know, would keep it under my trench coat. It's all wood with a wood yeah. handle. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, it was a beast. But yeah, I had a uh, I had a, a rifle pistol. Fifteen years before they were cool. So all you yeah. guys with your new stuff. That's funny you, know? you say that because I just saw one of those yesterday. I believe it was sometime this week, and I'd never seen one before. I was like, they've made a thirty carbine, an M1 carbine pistol, and so they've been around for a while. Then. They have been around. For, like they have been around for a long did. time. They've been around for a long time. That's hmm. cool. It was like 500 bucks. Wow. Wasn't bad. Wasn't worth it. Probably not. When it comes to your bucket list of guns, what's the top of your list right now? Uh, an M107 with a free uh, suppressor sitting over here about 20 miles east of us. <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah, you, you got enticed big time on that, didn't you? No, that was horrible. That was, that was just like... Horrible of him to do that. To and you. Zeke's not helping. You get no. it. It's a hell of a deal. It, it is. I want to live vicariously through him. <laughs> it's like you can like leave it here. No, oh, I know. That's exactly what you guys want. You get. Hey, buy this 107 with the suppressor. <laughs> leave it here for me. So when all our guests come in, they're like, "Holy, Holy sh-. yeah." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the while, I'm sleeping we outside. As far as uh, bucket as list, as far as bucket list uh, guns for me. Um, I'm uh, I'm done. I I really hate to admit that. Uh, I again. No way. There's no I, way. I, I really I really am. There's nothing that um, you would just like. No, I no I have it. No, 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 I have it. I'm I'm very happy with what I have now. I'm very happy that the the only gun that I'm short on, the only rifle that I'm, or the only firearm that I'm short on, um, is the production model two VA three hundred eight. Um, 
And yes, that was a selfless plug. Um, <laughs> no, let me let me let me tell you about a, a why. I really I really like bullpups, except I've never found one that that I liked. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds funny. I finally found one that functioned. I'm not going to tell you what it is or anything else because I'm not going to take away from the rifles that we produce. Sure. Um, but uh, but two vets arms made something happen, and I got this Israeli modern new manufacturer bullpup that I'm not going to tell you who makes it. Um, I think most people in in kind of a in kind of a trade. So I have I have the the few two VA demos that I have and a, a two vets arm three gun rifle and I have a, a couple of retro rifles and I have a couple of AKs both in five five six. I don't have a need in any more firearms. I'm I, there's nothing out Needs there. Needs got nothing to do with this question. <laughs> You're not getting the I'm, meaning I'm, of the question. I'm, okay, okay. I'm sorry. That's that's. Is there anything you saw at that huge gun shop at, in Murfreesboro, Outpost Armory yesterday that you were like, oh? You're like, I like to take that home with me. Wouldn't mind having that. They had everything I could think of, and there's not one rifle that I would take home unless it maybe was a, a mini gun. Unless it was a Barrett, a to GE take mini home, gun, maybe to take home for my my son. There my you go. son would like a Barrett. I would thirty I would Mike take Mike Gatlin gun out of an A10 to mount I mean, your that'd truck. be that'd be great, but my truck wouldn't carry it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, you're killing me, dude. I'm you know I'm just I'm 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 a little more practical mind that I guess than most people when it comes to when it comes to weapons. Every handgun I run is a Glock. Um, I'm a pretty recent convert to Glocks. Everything I have is a Glock. If it's not a Glock 19, we like Glocks. We're on board with you there. If it's, if it's not a Glock 19, you're asking the wrong question. If that's, I mean, really, um, I do have one seventeen that's threaded for a can. You're pissing people off left and right, dude. Yeah. This is awesome. All right, <laughs> um, yeah, we love it. Yeah. I, All right, so he I mean, answered the question. I was, I was so worried that I was going to offend people. And, yeah. um, I will tell you this: there are there are weapon systems out there that I want. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I'll build them and I will design what I want. Um, that we've got. Well, I drew you kind of that on a. Chalkboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's. You guys are kind of in a unique yeah. position to where you can. You but know, you I can will say this that. though: there, as someone that can pretty well build whatever, whatever I want. To me, it, it's got to be something pretty special for me to spend my money to buy something somebody makes. Mm-hmm. And there are, there are a few, there are a few weapons out there that. I don't know what you're raising your hand for. This isn't kindergarten, dude. But um, <laughs> just, just I, shout it out. Yeah, I was gonna say, just go ahead just and dime me out, out there, Alan. Talk. No, I was gonna let you finish, but well, uh, go ahead. You know, the, I, I've got a Scar There's Seventeen. There's no rules on this show. Bro. Yeah, I've got a Scar Seventeen. Um, I've got that god awful Armalite that I'll probably <laughs> unload as soon as I can. Uh, hey, I got an Armalite AR30 for sale. If anybody wants it, in chambered in three three eight Lapua, sell it to you cheap. <laughs> yeah. Send us an IM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and good luck paying for the rounds. Yes, yeah. I've got two hundred rounds and I'll go with round. it. Yeah, there is a there is, there is one thing I would like, uh, and all we have to do is get the demo letter for it. Um, I would like a two forty nine saw. I really would. Um, there you go. I know there's a lot of vets Thank out there. They're going to cry there. and oh, it's a piece of shit. Ah, whatever, whatever. Shut up. <clears throat> I want a two forty nine saw, Thank and you. we we go. we could use a demo letter on. Something else that's a little bit bigger. What is it that you would like, Dean? Uh, two forty, and um, I want my class ten. I'm going to get a class ten so I can have C four and a two. <laughs> nice. Are we counting? I've, are we counting explosives? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. C four. Yeah. Well, C4. well, that's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of the C4. things is is I've I've already got the paperwork turned in and I'm waiting on it to come back. But uh, as soon as we do, Matt, Matt, who most people don't know, is actually a master breacher. We're going to have uh, have lots of fun in El Paso when whenever I get my license back. So sweet, we want to be a part of that. That'll be fun. I think we're going to blow up the uh, news van. Actually, really, the yeah, the action two seven. What is it? Two seven nine news or something, something like, like that. that. We're going to blow the van up. So nice. Awesome. They're going to donate that to you. Oh no! That, that's just going to take it. We're just we're going to steal it and joyride it through the streets of El Paso. So, yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer: <laughs> We have nothing to do with that. Talking lead does not condone stealing news vans. <laughs> so let's go to our next segment. So now it's time for facts Fact, to fight the myths. Yes, 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 yes. So Dean, see Dean, you got one for us, right? Yeah. Myth, yeah well, I, I we now know that I can actually go fifty three minutes and twenty seven seconds without cussing, but then I just lost the bet. So <laughs> that's first myth. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That was never a myth. That that was a lie. <laughs> that, that was wishful. That thinking. was wishful thinking that's on my that part. Was, yeah. How's that hopey changey thing going for you, Dean? Yeah. 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 Uh, myth. 
that the 300 blackout subsonic round is good for hunting or will cycle flawlessly out of a 16-inch barrel with no can. That is a, what did Mythbusters used to say, plausible? Plausible. plausible. Yeah. Or busted. Well, busted. no, it's, it's... Plausible it's, means it could happen. It's plausible. I mean, we run all of our stuff. People misunderstand what the 300 blackout is for or what it was designed for. It was designed to replace the MP5 to shoot people in the face at close Short distances. Barrels. Short-barreled, suppressed, easily controllable recoil, shoot people in the face and, and poke holes and, you know, fleshy stuff. Um, not that's shoot- the true technical scientific stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah fleshy, fleshy stuff, stuff. yeah. Um, Uber Killy, yeah. So what but about the sub the supersonic round? The supersonic round will, will cycle, and most most manufacturers actually set them up roughly at like a .096 gas port mm. on a carbine-length uh, gas system that will cycle most all subsonics but if you're buying the cheap crap 220 remington with you know huge ass standard deviation it's not going to cycle hell it, it it barely cycles with a can on you're talking about the subsonic the subsonic rounds yeah, yeah. there's but pe- if you put people, the can on it then uh yeah most of the time with a can on on subsonic stuff will, right. will cycle you don't really want to shoot it without a, a can if you're shooting subsonic why would you shoot well, the subsonic if you're not I don't, I don't, I don't know why you'd shoot a subsonic round if, unless you're killing you Haji. Like I mean, bullets. yeah. I mean, if you're if you're if you're shooting people in the face, which hey, God love you if you are, <laughs> for good reason. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. 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 I mean, if yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're yeah. boy, I tell you what, I'm gonna get sued on this deal. Um, in a military application. Yes, yes. It, or or law enforcement. Or law, if you're if, if you're shooting if you're a, a uh, here's here's gonna be your first bleep. If you're shooting a mother in the face. um... The 300 blackout subsonic round will work well. Um, if you're wanting to shoot a hog, probably not so much. But the supersonic. Oh, the supersonics, yeah. Yeah, so the supersonic's good for hunting in a 16-inch barrel. Yeah, sure. It's uh, Yeah, right. supersonic could also shoot a mother in the face, too. Quite, Absolutely. It, quite well, <laughs> quite well actually, it'll, yeah. It'll yeah. turn the face yeah. into ask, ask, a ask hole. You, yeah, ask, ask Houston SWAT how that works. <laughs> Should that be edited? Yeah. <laughs> no, you can go ahead and run with that. No, right. okay. no that, you get you get a phone call. Hey, dude, you want to see an autopsy? Uh, why? Uh, we we plugged a guy with a rifle you sent down here. Oh, sure. I, it's like six hour drive, but sure, I'll I'll drive down there for an autopsy if you plugged a dude. Uh, so you want to own your own business, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, you'll, you'll travel the world. You'll you'll see stuff. You get to shoot guns and the occasional autopsy. And the occasional autopsy of some dude that they plugged. Yeah, but that's cool. How many people can say that they've been to an autopsy? Yeah, yeah. Cool. It's like, hey, this guy's family's totally gonna sue my ass off right now because, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't. No, no, they didn't. I think he was an orphan. So hey, high five for me. I think he was an orphan. <laughs> All right, you've got a myth too, Alan. What's yeah, I have a myth. I like to dispel. Uh, James Yeager is not an asshole. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and that I think and we dispelled that uh, one a while back. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you're just, just confirming. You no, know, I'm just yeah. I'm I'm confirming it. Um, I've had to eat some words. You know, he's a he's a, a pretty uh, electrified character yeah. on the internet. Polarizing. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah, he might be electrifying too. Terribly, <laughs> uh, terribly polite person, face to face. Very cordial, uh, yep. welcoming. Um, super nice guy today. Super nice yeah. guy at the range. He may not he, uh, want us to run this. He probably, so, yeah. he probably, you're, I, you're I, ruining my street cred. You're killing and me, I, dude. You're killing me. And I don't want to ruin his reputation. I, I really don't. But uh, let's, you know, let's try to not judge a book by its cover. I know that's cliche. Well, that's a I good mean, point. I, well, if if you do, at least do like I did. And, uh, hey, man, I have to apologize to you because I thought you were a dick up until this point. And I'm sorry, I was wrong. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, and, and the fact that he totally got a kick out of that was pretty cool. So, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. As, I, as far it's not as the uh, first time he's heard that, no, 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 no. <laughs> as far as a real myth to dispel, I know I'm preaching to the choir, uh, but I'd like to dispel the myth that firearms are the problem in this country. Again, preaching to the choir, um, we're at a 25 year low in firearm related murders in the U.S. All violence in general, violent crimes in this country are actually down 25 year, 25, 26 year low. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and firearms ownership is actually up. You know, that 25, 26 years ago, concealed carry wasn't legal in most states, and and Mm -hmm. certainly no one open carried. Mm -hmm. And not to get into the open carry debate, I'm a concealed carry guy. I open carry maybe about 1% or 2% of the time. I carry 24-7. If I'm asleep, the 19 is on the nightstand. When I'm out in Alabama, very few places are off limits. And, you know, working for an FFL, I get to carry pretty much anywhere anyway. I've never been talked into shooting to somebody... By my, with, by my gun, my guns never talked me yeah. into shooting anyone. Yep. I, I I think it's and it's never jumped easy. out of your holster. It, it hasn't or um, jumped off your knife right. Stand and they and they're you know somebody. following rule one. All guns are always loaded all the time, so I keep mine always loaded all the all time. The time. Yep. I really think if you follow the facts and you look at at violent crime over the last thirty years, and you can see the slight increase and then the decrease. If you were to follow the ownership. Of firearms going up, especially these evil black assault rifles that shoot through schools and fire lasers and shoot out the Hubble Space mm-hmm. Telescope and all that other crap they claim. You'll find that that there's not only is there no causation, there's not even correlation to what the anti-gun folks say. Gun ownership is up. Carry is up. The kind of people that carry is up. Right. And gun violence is actually down. So how can that how can that be? Very following well said, following logic. My new favorite well picture that I found on the internet the other day, and it's 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 floated around for a while, but I actually screenshotted it because I wanted to keep this and send it to friends that are anti-gun. But it's a pie chart, and it says causes of mass shootings. The first color is guns, yellow, nothing on the pie chart. Mm-hmm. Second one is law-abiding citizens, purple, nothing on the pie chart. Third is high-capacity magazines. Fourth is assault weapons. Nothing on the pie chart. The entire pie chart is blue, which stands for mentally disturbed individuals who are not concerned with laws and are determined to kill as many people as they can before they're met with force. Or kill themselves. (laughs) That is the only cause of mass shootings. None of the other first or four things. I would like like to ask Miss Watts to uh, send me an email. you know, and, and go ahead and contact my attorney for my employees' views if you want to. <laughs> um, views, and then, I, I call them facts, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then after you contact my attorney, please go f*** yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you hit your cusp limit and you're like, okay. Oh, no, I, 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 I already, I already lost. I mean, bets are off now. At this point, Screw yeah. it. Hey, hey, can we go back to the whole diming out Brittany now that I've, now that I've lost this bet and we can yes. Oh, oh yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we get give him another shot of whiskey. We, yeah, we, 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 all, we all love Brittany. <laughs> yes, we're all a bunch of gospy little girls. Yes, so. giggly. Brittany, I want you to know I have no part in this, <laughs> so I can't be held accountable. Two bits arms. How long have y'all been going? How'd you get started? You know, how tell did us the story. Happen? So we actually started about three years ago. Um, if I was better at math, I could totally do subtraction. But um, long story short. My last job in the Army was training units to go to Afghanistan. Some of the uh, guys in the Oklahoma Guard were the last unit that we trained. And one of the units lost two guys, two of my favorite guys from that unit, uh, literally a month apart. The first troop, um, one of the best guys I'd ever met as far as just, he's that guy that You've heard of natural-born winners, right? They were both natural-born winners. One of them was was a really well-educated officer. The other one was a smart-ass redneck just like me, but still awesome guy. We built a memorial rifle because he had a brand-new newborn son that, that he left behind. And I said, I want something for his son to have that ties to his dad. And so I built I built a rifle, put the combat infantry badge on it, his name, rank, unit, and uh, donated it to him, kind of half-assed anonymously. I donated it to the casualty assistance officer. Um, did the same thing for my other buddy. We started. We got asked to build a couple other commemorative stuff, and then we built a six eight for a secret service officer, and. That was it. It kind of snowballed because this was never meant to be a job. It was never meant to be anything other than a hobby for me. Basically, long story short, we built a few special one-off rifles for some famous people that got shown around, and 
people liked it because it was different. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, we're being contacted New Year's Eve two, three years ago after being in business five, six months maybe by Bass Pro saying they want they want some of these rifles because we built a one-off rifle for a returning sniper. We built him a uh, Precision 6.8. At the actual Bass Pro counter where we shipped it to, when they unboxed it, there's about four or five people trying to buy it before he could get the 4473 put together. Wow. And and so that's how it started and it snowballed into what it's what it is now with Academy and a couple other stores carrying our stuff. Wow. So that's a great story. That's the I mean, it, American it's it's it's, right it's dumb luck. I wish I could. I, I forced gump my way into this stuff, just like I did to, you know, people so, say people say, oh, you did this this this, this the army. Yeah, I, I forced gump my way through the army too. So I mean, so wait, you uh, did all that in three years? Uh, we actually got our first rifle hit a big box store fourteen months after we started business. That's I mean, that's an amazing story. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, if you look at a lot of the. The companies, the bigger companies where they are now, I mean, they were nowhere near where you guys are at this point in their, you know, their careers or what am I, what am I saying? Their, whatever the f***. In their, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the t- in their development, in their business development. We'll say it that way. But, I mean, that's huge. You guys are an academy, which they're all over the United States. They're, they're all in the southern, southeastern part of the yeah, southeast. It, it, sound, it sounds bad, but basically a lot of the southern states that were south of the Mason-Dixon or where where academies are. They're starting yeah. to move farther north, but they're... With bass? Are you guys still still doing bass? Bass Pro is, is really weird. They order, you know, chunks of 10 or 15 rifles. Yeah. At a time through our distributor, they just they, they they change up stock so often. But I think I think they're really going to take take off with this 308. Um, there's we got a couple other companies that we're talking yeah. to currently about this 308. Yeah, that's going to really take the, off. the, the price point. Up. The price point and what it does is uh, is going to surprise a lot of people. So yeah, well we're excited about it, and uh, you know congratulations to you guys on on your success and where you're at today. I know you put a lot of a lot of work into it, a lot of hard work. Thank you, crickets. Yeah, oh, I, I, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you guys quit? <laughs> I thought we were gonna do a show. I gotta go. Yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't work yeah. like this. I can't. I can't work in these conditions. I'll see you guys, dude. <laughs> dude, you, but, between uh, between the uh, union grievance that you threatened threatened against him for breaking stuff and, uh, and this, I'm I'm starting to think you're gonna, you're, you're quite the little prima donna. I am. I am. Yeah, you I'm, treat me. You treat me. Too I'm well. waiting for that job offer. By the way, so. yeah. If people want to buy them. They go. To, they can go to Academy. Or they, they still, they're still in Bass Pro too, right? Uh, nah, no. We'll Best Best Pro is one of those things where you can hit or miss. Hit or miss. Yeah, hit or miss. yeah they don't. They're so not Academy definitely. Academy definitely, and then our website is. Okay. We're actually website. Actually, one of the things that we're going to do. I don't know if you've noticed the, our backpacks, the CRBs, mm-hmm. covert rifle bags. This will be a good place to drop this. Nice. Any uh, any orders of rifles from now until. Basically, we run out of bags. A rifle order is going to come with a free covert rifle bag. Sweet. Cool. So, basically, yeah. And your website is? TwoVetsArms.com. Now, do you guys sell anything else on there? Do you have any other, like, accessories or anything? Yeah, we're, we're starting to put receiver sets, and we're, we sell barrels and, and, and a few odds and ends and, and parts. We're revamping the website now, but uh, we sell B5 systems products. We, yeah. For the most part, everybody can sell whatever they want. I mean, you can sell Chinese-made crap, or for us, part of our part of our business is every rifle that leaves has our initials on the box that we've test fired it, uh, either mine or, or whoever's test fired it. Literally on the box, we have initialed it, or they that, broke it. <laughs> Or, well, yeah. You should put my initials on there if it broke. Yeah, that one gets a red marker, not the green one. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, to us, it, it says something about us, like me personally, yeah. for every rifle that leaves. Well, we don't want to sell crap on our web store, so that's the reason we're really only selling like b5 stuff and then our barrels and and stuff and th- stuff that i don't i don't mind putting my name on for our listeners who don't aren't familiar with b5 tell them who who b5 is what they are b5 b5 is a small company uh based out of dayton oh well the surrounding dayton area of ohio they actually took over the lmt sop mod contract for the military and the government mm-hmm. 
and they're on a lot of manufacturers now currently. Uh, they're making they're, the the polymer. They're they're stocks. they're making they're making stocks and uh, well the four ends for the rifle kits as well the, mm. the polymer four ends as well and they're key modded yeah there yeah. was the first first polymer key mod uh four yeah, end out there impressive i like that but um Rips. you know they they make all they make a complete furniture kit for an ar and uh there's there's some other stuff that's coming coming a little they're later expanding yeah. coming a little later but uh they're it's bulletproof Bulletproof stuff. I think Sig. Yeah, Sig's carrying them. I uh, told you guys earlier who the who the latest one is, but we're not going to say it on here. Right. Um, I'll just have to wait and find yeah. out. So they're they're growing. But there's there's you a lot. Heard there's, of them, you're, you're getting ready to. Yeah, you're. This might piss people off, but hey, deal with it. They're actually going to be the next Magpul. I, I truly believe that, and I told Academy that two years ago that B five will be the next Magpul. I mean, you've got all of the alias trainers running them. Well, uh, I mean, even 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 Jaeger said, you know, if Jim Fuller out of Rifle Dynamics is willing to switch over to them, that sh- that should say a lot because okay. Jim Fuller Jim Fuller's kind of like the AK Jesus as far as I'm concerned. It's well, true. It was man. bound to happen. Somebody was going to come give them a run for their money. So. Yeah, I mean, and and the thing it's, is, is they're they're good people, so. Awesome. Nothing wrong with some good friendly competition. <sighs> Mark Keller likes this. All right. So this just in. Huge. No trivia question this week, but we have a huge trivia contest. question scrubbed for this. Yeah. We're going to launch a huge contest today. It was actually going to be a medium-sized contest, but it just, it just freaking grew It just reached a whole new level. All right. So what you have to do is you have to go to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And tag Talking Lead T-shirt. Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Right. Right. Tag, hashtag Talking Lead T-shirt in the in the description. And give us a picture of your coolest place, craziest place, funniest picture in your Talking Lead T-shirt that you've ordered. Preferably or, or something firearms related, but it doesn't have to be. It can be, be anything crazy. But keep anything it clean. Keep it clean. Um, and... At the end of 90 days, which is, let's look at a calendar. Dude, let's do 90 days. 90 days. September 15th. September 15th. So on September 15th, we are going to, probably on the air, we'll sit around and we'll vote. Almost like we did the AR-15 beauty pageant. Yeah, it'll be be a talking lead t-shirt pageant. And here's what you're going to get. That's what we're going to call it. Here's what the... Here's the package. Here's what the top three winners will get. Number three is going to get a 1776 t-shirt of their choice and a sticker pack. 1776united.com. Sticker pack. Second place, we'll get a Miss Clean Kit from MissCleanKits.com, MSCleanKits.com, Peter Palma. We'll also get a training DVD. We'll also get... PDN training DVD. PDN training DVD. We'll also get a little sticker pack of some swag that we've got. Get an autographed comic book from... Rob Hunter. Rob Hunter. And also we'll get the 1776 t-shirt of their choice. Yep. First place. Grand prize is going to get a 1776 t-shirt of their choice. And Rob Hunter autographed comic book. Comic book. And. 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 Drum roll, please. Dean, announce this. I'll go ahead and throw in a uh, Bravo rifle, too, while we're at it. Bam! Two vets arms. (laughs) Bravo rifle. So for those of you, and, and there's, there's a, I want to throw in a, uh, you know, a, a bonus prize. Okay. If somebody takes a post a picture of them in the pokey, in their talking lead T-shirt, if you went to jail in a talking lead T-shirt, <laughs> I will, I will send you a hundred dollar bill in the mail. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you might need it for bail, but yeah. whatever, you know. That will be awesome. So there's a little bonus. So go get your Talking Lead t-shirt. All FFL rules yes, and regulations all uh, rules apply, apply to this. If to you can't legally own. own and possess a firearm, you are not eligible to win that, but we will substitute it with two t-shirts or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll give you a shirt or something, but then we'll bump it down to second place getting the rifle. Yeah. You got 90 days. 90 you, days. This is got huge, a, If guys. you've already got a Talking Lead t-shirt from our past orders, that counts. 
If you don't have one, yeah. 1776united.com. Get you a talking lead Go to twovetarms.com. Check out their, their, rifles. their rifles. Check out the Bravo there. Uh, see what you're going to have an opportunity to, to win. Yep. But we're going to set this up just like we did the, the AR Beauty pageant. We're going to have judges. Yep. We're going to have a panel of judges. You know, it's it's going to be done talking lead style. Yep. May have Dean come back in and help judge that. Yep. yep. Dean and Alan. And uh, we'll get the ball rolling on that. So Cool. There it is. There it is, guys. All right, got to thank our sponsors. ICE Training, that's icetraining.us. Uh, All or Nothing Tattoo Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. Allornothingtattoo.com and their very gun-friendly merchandise store, strangleholdmerch.com. 1776 United, 1776united.com. Savoy Leather, spelt Savoy, but com. Cantu Bruner, Cantu Bruner Pins. Cantu Bruner Designs. Can- yeah, but they make the pins. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> so com. Yeah, make sure you check out Dax and, and Jeremiah, the, the holsters that Jeremiah makes, and then Dax and his pins. Really cool stuff. Yeah. I use mine for everything now. And? Both the holster and the pins. Holder and Green Festival Real Estate Services, HG Press, for all your Middle Tennessee real estate needs. Give those guys, those gun-friendly guys and girls, a call at 1-800-615-1840, extension pew, 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 pew. Two-two. Tutu. Dean, Alan, thank y'all for coming on. It's been a it's blast. It's been a great two, three, three days, two days? Three, Man, two, two something. y'all need, y'all need yeah. to just stay. Yeah. No, I, no. <laughs> All right, we're going to Oklahoma. We no, not I'll, tell like, you, I'll tell you what. Bama. I got uh, I got one more I got one more thing for you, although I, I yeah. love the state of Tennessee. Uh-huh. Roll Tide. <laughs> you're you're uh, tied to your opinion, brother. Uh, we're MTSU. Everybody, you check out TwoVetsArms.com. Uh, their rifles, their gear. Y'all got gear. Right? Also, want to uh, give a shout out to Clutch Defense and uh, <laughs> use the Talking Lead discount code there, which Talking is Talking Lead sixty eight. We also got a discount code at other places. Savoir Leather is just Talking Lead for the leather holsters. And as always, left hand, keep, keep your, your loved ones, ones close, close and your firearms closer. closer.